people are negative as shit on YouTube. Joe Rogan does a whole like bit on it. He talks a lot about like people just being negative online in general. And then he just, he talks about like the comments on YouTube just being on a whole nother level. HNL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Yeah. And I think he said, he's like, it always turns uh, like, homophobic or racial like that's just like the end like that's where it always goes yeah. Homoph- homophobics when you're scared to leave the house right <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect yeah that's exactly what it is we're all a little homophobic i guess yeah i think so no 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 <laughs> let's backtrack like, on that real quick and it's not sound by no recorded <laughs> yeah. posted yeah why why is that even a thing why would you be scared of someone who has a different preference than you? Who cares? Because you think they're gonna, you think they're gonna do you. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> not, up, get, I'm yeah. not trying to say that's the truth. Yeah, get, o- saying, get over like, yourself, right? Yeah, people uh, really out here. Thinking, well, they are. I mean, look, <laughs> if I was a guy and I was hunting for other dudes, I'd hunt for myself, of course, right? <laughs> I mean, I think that's where you want to get to, like your physique, right? You want to be so hot that if you were, if you mm-hmm. were pursuing another man, you would pursue yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. Yeah. yeah, I think I've reached that goal. Nice. You're there. Yeah. So are you. And so have you too. I'm, I'm, I'm almost no, there. You're there, man. You I got that so. supple beard. It's the best looking podcast in the men. goddamn world. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, every, <laughs> Fuck everybody else. <laughs> yeah. I think. Oh, well. Yeah. The YouTube comments, for some reason, I mean, I don't know. It's like, uh, I don't know if it's like somehow more anonymous or something. Maybe it's like. It's less interactive, I guess, right? So, like, if you say something on Instagram or Facebook, you might get blasted back by somebody. They might say something back. But YouTube comments, they just, they kind of just, they they kind of, they don't, like, die out. But, like, not everyone, the person that posts it, I don't think really goes back to it, I guess is my point. Like, they just drop it, and they drop some hate on you, and then they go drop (laughs) some hate on somebody else. Yeah, on, uh, like, for Sarmageddon and stuff, people, like, they'll say what they say on the YouTube side. And then somebody the other day was like, man, everyone's so much nicer on your Instagram. I was like, yeah, I'm not, I don't know what it is, but yeah, they are. <laughs> it takes more effort to make an Instagram profile, mm. right? A, a, a burner account, right? Than it does for like a burner YouTube account. So that's why YouTube's so bad because you can just make all these different And you know accounts. a lot about this. Hey, it's, all it's, the hateful <laughs> comments are coming from him, I no, think. I mean, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> hey, we're real talk. Like that's why YouTube is so bad. You could just make so many burners and then just trash people. Mm. And you don't get any, you don't get reprimanded for it's it. It's cool how long YouTube's been around for, you know, because a lot of social media stuff tends to come and go. You know, they had like, you know, MySpace and, and Facebook for at least for our age. Seems like it's not a thing as much anymore. And uh, Instagram is here and that'll probably come and go and then maybe there'll be some different version of it. But yeah, YouTube's been around for a long time and I think it'll be around. I mean, I don't see it going anywhere. Oh, isn't it the biggest search platform on the internet now, at this point? Yeah, it pretty much should be. I mean, I always recommend that to people. I think it's obviously they they are owned by Google, mm-hmm. so it's a sim- it's a similar thing. But I think that trying to sift through searches on Google is a lot harder, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you don't find like real stuff until you get to like a second or third page, and who does that much research? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, who wants to really look that deep into something? Yeah, and and you had re- recommended people like search on YouTube instead of Google. And, yeah, and it, you're absolutely right. Like you get all kinds of garbage on Google searching, but YouTube, you actually can get directly to like whatever you're looking for. Yeah, if you, I mean, try to type in how to fix something on Google. I mean, it's just as an example, and there's so much great information on YouTube. You might get right to, you know, two, three videos that are just 
right there listed on the top for you that are perfect for what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you want to look up SARMs, Sarmageddon pops up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think too with Sarmageddon, I think uh, it seemed like in the very beginning when you first posted, there was like no negative comments. No, and I think that has to do with it being on the podcast channel first. Mm-hmm. So like people, they, they recognized me. They knew my story. They right. knew who I was. And then when it went to the the big channel with, you know, over 400,000 subscribers, yeah. people were like, who the, like, who's this guy? Like, what's this all about? Well, I think people hate on it too because it's popular. Like you've done a yeah. good job with it. So like then people, they got to find something. I don't know. That's just like people do that they got to find something to be pissed off about yeah you want to find something wrong with what you're doing yeah Yeah. oh and that's the other thing dude it 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 100 does not matter whatsoever what i actually do in real life people know for a fact that that's inaccurate yeah like it doesn't matter they're just like oh well you're finally eating now whereas before you weren't like uh well i mean i didn't know you followed me before all of this you know you weren't eating before yeah here to confirm that see you guys you guys heard it (laughs) um but yeah the the cool thing is like people reach out on instagram through dms and stuff and it's all been super positive Mm -hmm. and that's been really cool to hear from people you know a lot of people in my same situation or just some people are saying like hey i had no idea what sarms even were so that's a double-edged sword because it's like okay well now you know what they are don't abuse it however it's it's amazing that you didn't know they existed yeah and yeah it's it's like and the, the hardest part right now is like finding like uh people who are opposed to it right now it's hard I, to find people opposed yeah to it? yeah okay. there's somebody i got to email back um hopefully they'll be able to like say some negative things about it but every person that has said something bad about it i try to get them on and they're just like ah you know like i just don't want to bother like okay fine but uh for the most part yeah it's been like so positive i don't want people to think that like i'm like a shill or (laughs) you know like it's just i'm just documenting everything that's happening right now i do like the depth that you're putting into it man though because like you know you're 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 finding people that are like you know backing you and telling you what you want to do but you're also trying to find people that are really that are opposed to it so you're trying to get Mm -hmm. both sides of the story which most people don't do that so Kudos. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I think good. maybe most people don't know enough about it to really go too hard on the negative side of it. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously people can say, oh man, I think that sucks that you jumped in on that or whatever, but you've explained your story so many times, you know, so people will always, they'll always say whatever you leave out. You know, I do one chain video and I don't say that they deload at the bottom and they're heavy at the top <laughs> and people are like, what are the chains for? And I've been saying it for, <laughs> you know, 12 years basically. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. You leave that one thing out and they're going to jump all over you. Yeah. 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 If I don't explain it for every video, like I, I haven't been doing that, but I'm not going to do that. Mm. But it's like, if you don't watch this episode, then you're not going to understand this other episode. But yeah, I mean, those that do watch it and follow it, like, I really appreciate it because they actually pay attention and they're smart and they're learning stuff. Well, and for people that are saying, like, you know, maybe you're just putting in more effort because you're taking them, what's wrong with that? <laughs> that is the other thing. Yeah, hey, so- if I could take a pill that could make <laughs> me work harder, then even if it, even if the pill actually doesn't do anything, if Encima's like, dude, like, this is what I've been taking in the last couple of years, this is how I'm so jacked because <laughs> I'm able to out-train everybody, like... I might be like, well, shit, man. Like, yeah, he's in pretty good shape. Yeah. You know? It, yeah. And that's, I'll try it. I, I, I don't understand. Like, do you want me to take arms and go sit down on the couch and see if it works? <laughs> right. Yeah, <man>. <laughs> I'm not going to potentially harm my body and not give it my all, you know? Um, I, in the, uh, 
in this week's video, you know, people said I'll just like, I'm more focused now. And yeah, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't going to try a little extra because now I am, you know, I'm enhanced. I'm, I am a little extra now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you also took it at the right time too. Cause if you would have taken it, it wouldn't have really worked. You know, if you would have taken it in the very beginning, mm-hmm. I don't think it would, you would have been like, I don't think it did anything. Right. Cause you, you know, you admitted to me that you weren't that consistent and that kind of stuff. You had trouble with your food and it wasn't until you and I got together, started training together more that a lot of that started to flip around, but you had a lot of that in order. You had a good year of training and probably another year of eating well, Mm -hmm. or at least trying, you know, trying different diets, trying different things and learning what fit well on you. You know, some people are probably listening going, Oh, a year, that's not that long. Like some people, you know, work on it for six years or eight years and then they take steroids or they take whatever. Um, But you were already training before that. You were Mm -hmm. already trying before that too. So there's even a a further story kind of behind all that. Yeah. And then the, so the other thing, like, you know, I want this to be a huge part of Sarmageddon. And so this will be like a bit of a spoiler, but like, I'm going to sit down with you and talk about like, okay, how long have we been training together? At this point, it's about two years Right. Um, before this whole thing first started. I gained about a pound, <laughs> like I didn't gain any weight yeah. in you know about a year and a half, and then now all of a sudden after five weeks it's like I gained fifteen pounds. Mm. That's not because I'm eating now. Like, <laughs> I mean, if that is the case, then please show me like an- another person, who, novice, experienced lifter, whatever, that can go from not gaining weight to gaining fifteen pounds in five weeks, all because they just decided to start eating. Mm. Like that to me, that doesn't sound natural. I'm sure it can be possible, but for somebody who hasn't been able to gain weight, I, don't, I can't imagine that being normal. Yeah, it, it's obviously not just because you're eating more, but it did didn't it did ramp up your appetite just a little? Oh, bit. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Okay. But One, like, you wouldn't have had that appetite if you didn't. No, <laughs> no, know? not at all. No. So yeah, so it's it's definitely. I mean, it's working. Yeah, I've been uh, throwing down some more food as of late. Nice. You know, I've uh, kind of mentioned before. I've done a lot of keto diets before. I've done the carnivore diet before. And um, usually in both cases, I've kind of done them to lose weight. Even on the carnivore diet, it wasn't really intentional on trying to lose weight, but I definitely was eating a lot less food because I was used, utilizing intermittent fasting uh, and carnivore diet, which doesn't have a lot of carbohydrates or pretty much no carbohydrates, uh, the version I was doing then. And so I lost weight. And so I wanted to see what it would feel like more from a performance standpoint after having uh, Paul Saladino here. And I've been incorporating liver. Um, and, it, you know, I have a, a few things that maybe some other people don't have on a carnivore diet. I have some dairy. Um, I digest, I feel like I digest dairy okay. I don't feel like there's any problems with it or anything. Um, but I'm trying this as an experiment to see if I can, like, keep some size, get in better shape still perform really well in the gym, really like not lose weight. I guess stay about the same body weight wise, but maybe get a little stronger or pack on some more muscle and maybe even get rid of some like inflammation and stuff. You're doing this with carnivore or keto carnivore right now. Yeah, right. So carnivore diet, you know, normally is kind of like a little off base of a keto style diet because the uh, macros are a little higher in protein than they are in fat. And when you're on a ketogenic diet, as you know, you need the fat to be uh, quite a bit higher. So in this case, that's what I'm trying to do, but I'm still, you know, I still am eating quite a bit of meat. So the protein's probably still fairly high. Um, but yeah, what I'm trying, I'm trying to have produce more ketones. And I think 
people run into trouble on some of these diets. They try a carnivore diet, they try a keto diet, or they try like a low carb diet. And they're kind of missing, they're missing uh, certain elements of the picture. Like if you're going to try like low carb, first of all, if you're going to try any diet, I don't think it's a good idea to go in a caloric deficit unless you're what I would consider like a dieting veteran. If you've done it before and you've lost, you know, more than, um, you lost more than 10 pounds in the past through various diets, then I would say you're a vet and you're good to go. And you could probably just say, I'm just going to reduce some calories coming up. But it's not great to try anything new and lower the, lower the uh, amount of calories you're taking in. It's the equivalent of, it's the equivalent of saying, um, it's equivalent of doing uh, some sets of deadlift. And uh, let's say your max is 405, you work up to 405, and you're like, now I'm going to try it on a three-inch deficit. It's like, uh, how, can we go back down and wait first? You know, yeah. could, well, How about we go back down to 225? see how that feels so that we don't get hurt because we get hurt, we're reduced to nothing. So it's not a great idea. You know, a lot of things in life, it is kind of good to, to jump in and not know the temperature of the water, jump right into the deep end. But for a lot of these things, when it comes to your body and it comes to, you know, nutrition and stuff, in my opinion, it's best to put your toes in the water first and see like, does this, is this going to work? Like, is this okay? Is this too cold? Is this too hot? Mm -hmm. Is this going to work for me? That's the way I like to do it. And how have you found it in terms of like the way you're performing right now? Because right now, what from what I've been seeing in terms of your workouts, you're doing a lot of cardio mm-hmm. in, in the morning yeah. with um, obviously ben. Andrew and Ben. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing a lot of that, not just lifting. Right. And you're not eating any carbs right now, right? Right. So there's a small amount of carbohydrates in there. I'm not doing 100% of uh, what Paul suggested just for flavor purposes. So like some of the bone broth I have has some uh, vegetables in it. Um, the uh, I made this like giant crock pot thing uh, the other day and it had some onions in it and stuff. But it's like if I don't have like onions and salt in there um, and uh, like some carrots and stuff, then it just doesn't it just doesn't taste good enough to like kind of go through it, you know. Yeah. So uh, I have a small amount of stuff in there um, and then carbohydrate sources. I guess some is coming from dairy. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of carbohydrates. There's no deliberate, I'm not like sitting down eating a bunch of potatoes or rice or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I feel awesome. I feel really good during the training sessions. Um, it's only been a few days. I've only been kind of doing this for the last four or five days. I've added in, uh, some liver. Um, those of you that don't like liver, there's a bunch of different ways you can go about kind of mixing it into your, uh, diet. You can get it, uh, in hamburger patties. Sometimes, uh, there's some, um, uh, there's some places that will do that, some butchers that will do that for you to grind it right into your uh, beef, which is, you know, kind of blunts the potency of the flavor of it. And uh, for me, I've, I've been chucking it in my uh, stuff that I've been making in the crock pot. That's been pretty easy. Um, I don't mind the taste of it. It's not like I love it. I don't love it as much as I like, uh, you know, eat a ribeye, but uh, it's super nutritious, you know? So, I mean, uh, if, if we're thinking about like things that we've done, for those gains, right? <laughs> I mean, think about like the leg torture you put yourself through to try to get your legs to grow or think about the disgusting things that you've had. Um, I see a lot of people just scooping pre-workout right into their mouth. And yeah. it's like, dude, like you're going to trip about eating, <laughs> you're going to trip about eating some liver with some salt on it. I mean, to me, like just scooping powder in your mouth, that seems pretty hard too, you know? Yeah. I've been sending pictures to Andrew and Smokey just to show them how, how raw I'm eating my liver. It's, it's strong, but it's not bad, man. Like I, I gotta say, it's 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 like a little 
afternoon snack. I like it. I really do. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it's just a few ounces of it every day, right? Yeah. I think just the fact that you can get it and just like gulp it down, like that's not bad. But I know you yeah. like to actually like. I like to chew. You like to enjoy it. I like yeah. to tongue swirl, chew. Ooh. It's good. Get those oh, vitamins in there. Get those vitamins, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the, the liver is really great. I'm, I like having it added in, and I, I don't know if I physically like feel much different right now. But I mean, knowing how much vitamins it has in it, like, why not? Right. You know yeah, it's I mean? literally like taking a multivitamin that your body can actually absorb. A lot of times, you take a multivitamin, and then when you pee, you just pee all these strange colors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, this is something that your body's going to be able to absorb a lot better. Yeah. But some mistakes I see being made are, you know, when somebody's on like a a ketogenic diet, a lot of times they don't eat enough fat. A lot of times they don't have enough salt. And a lot of times they end up saying they feel like shit. So there's there's a couple things that could happen there. Sometimes somebody will be on a keto diet, but they're not really on an actual keto diet. They're more like on a low carb diet. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, well, your body's still probably trying to rely on those carbohydrates and you're not really giving your body enough of them to to feel okay so that would mean you have to like up your you've got two options you either up the carbohydrates or you lower them and you increase the fat if you increase the fat here's where ketones can be important the ketones can help with uh staying full longer the ketones can help be an energy source for you but if we think that we if we just ride in the middle and we're in a caloric deficit we're not really in ketosis and we are very carb depleted and we're in a caloric deficit, where is the energy coming from? Yeah, Probably not going to really feel that great. We just have like protein in our system. Maybe we have a little extra fat than normal, but it's not enough to really produce the ketones. We're no, we're no longer really utilizing the carbohydrates as, as efficiently just because there's not enough of them there. Maybe mm-hmm. we already used them up for the day. And that's when you start to get like headaches, dehydra- dehydration problems. As I just pointed out as well, you know, you make sure that salt content is in there. So try to choose a lane, you know, choose a, choose a style, choose something that you're going to actually do. And if you're going to go on a low carb diet, I might recommend some carb cycling. Maybe you have some days where you eat a little bit more carbs. It doesn't necessarily have to be on a training day or non-training day. You don't have to make it that technical. Just go by how you feel. Yeah. If, you, if you're like, man, I, for whatever reason, I feel a little wiped out. Then when you go home that day, have at it, have some more carbohydrates and then on the last note on that is, you know, don't view your carbohydrates as being pizza and ice cream and cereal, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, view your carbohydrates as being something more nutritious than that. Yeah. Nowadays, even I'm still eating a moderate amount of carbohydrates, but I do exactly what you just mentioned right now on days that I know that I'm going to be doing two types of workouts that night before, not the day of the night before I'll, I'll pack in a lot of carbohydrates, a lot of rice maybe some potatoes, but I'll usually have a lot of servings of rice that night before to help me so I can perform the next day. Um, a lot of people are also really fans of like having the carbohydrates around their workout. So maybe like an hour or two hours yeah. before their workout, they'll have their carbohydrates, which for me in the past has worked really, really well. I don't do that as much now, but it, it will work. But I usually just pack it in, especially when I know I'm going to be doing a lot of work and it's not just the day of it's the night before it makes a big difference. Yeah, should, when, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, dude. Um, should rice be like my worst carb? Your worst carb? Yeah. I love white rice. Like, honestly, like I don't have a problem with white rice yeah, at all. I'm only asking because I know like Mark has said in the past, like there's really like nothing to it. Whereas like a potato, there's actually like vitamins and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, so exactly. Like rice for me is pretty much kind of like just fuel. 
Like seriously, that's the way I look at it. Um, it doesn't really have any other big, massive nutritional benefit other than helping me have energy for what I'm going to be doing the next day. I would say uh, that rice is um, it's super convenient. Like you could even go to the store now, and I I don't know how long this has been out for, but I've just been made aware of it more recently. You can buy rice in these like bags. It's like 90 grams of carbs. You just throw the damn thing in the microwave. It's already like cooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really literally just heating it up with some steam. And I I had I have had the rice before that you put like in the cup with the with the water in it, and I've had that before, and that's not very good. It like I don't know, all falls apart and uh-huh. like just doesn't taste that good. But this other kind of rice is is actually really good, and it's simple to to cook up. But so if you're heavier and you're trying to lose weight, then I would then I would go against rice because it's too convenient. And it's too easy to eat too much of it. Pack it down. Right. You can pack it down. If you're trying to gain or you want to really feel good during the workouts, that's where rice could really be. um, I mean, it'd be so simple to bring it here to work, you know, but you can't really cook. You can kind of cook a potato here at work because you can kind of microwave them, but not really. It doesn't really really come out that good. So the rice has that advantage of just allowing you to eat more food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just going to say that I utilize it just to help me eat more protein. Yeah, that's it. Right. There's also um, on the rice you were talking about. There's this one called Bibigo. It's a it's a sticky rice that you can actually warm up, and it tastes amazing. Yeah. It's an it's an amazing sticky rice that you could just warm up for 90 seconds in your microwave. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just pretty much use that as fuel. But on what you were mentioning, you can, like about, bounce that shit off the floor. It's like silly, buddy. <laughs> it's so good, man. Like you could have so many servings of it. It's amazing. Um, but as far as the, the keto, yeah, man. Oh God. I love that stuff. <laughs> About like three packs with 20, I have 24 at home right now. It's so good. But, um, in terms of the, the keto or going higher fat in terms of like athletes, uh, I think we were talking about this the other day. Athletes don't give themselves that much time to get adapted to using fat as their main energy source. Uh, and I think a lot of performance athletes definitely don't because once we, again, once we start feeling that kind of lag of not having enough carbs and kind of quit, just quit and you, and you don't do that. But there's this wrestler and I, I don't know, I have to find his IG name because he's an, he's a pretty prominent guy in the wrestling community. And he's talking about how, you know, athletes don't need carbs to exercise or whatever. And he, but, and he's doing very high cardiovascular work and he, he's a keto athlete. Like that's the thing. He performs at an extremely high level. I got to find him, but it's very possible. It's just, we're scared. Like we really are scared to let go of the carbs because we're fed that, Carbs are the main way that you're going to have energy during any of your workouts. And if you don't have them, you're not going to, you're not going to perform well. And for performance athletes, that is the holy grail of everything. You, you have to perform. And if you can't, why, why are you doing it? Yeah. It kind of goes back to that thing from uh, efforting where he says, you know, in the uh, empire state building, he's like, you can take the stairs or you can take the, you know, or you can take the elevator. And he's like, he thinks carbs are kind of the elevator, the elevator mm-hmm. to the top, you know, it just, it's just easier. It's more convenient. It's, Um, and I think that that's probably the case with a lot of athletes, but I, I do wonder, you know, like, what is it, you know, what is it doing, burning up all these carbohydrates all the time? I wonder if there's any cost to it. You know, I wonder if it's costing us our, our health in some way. And we don't really know because we don't really have like athletes that pretty much survived most of their training years on like just a ketogenic style diet. Um, I, I have noticed in the past when I take in more fats and stuff, I, I definitely end up with, with good energy, but it's just different. You know, the quick dry energy of like a carbohydrate is so different. Um, 
you know, try slugging down some fat before you go work out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, just to have two tablespoons of like coconut oil before you train. And yeah, you're going to feel, yeah, you're going to feel like you're going to die. Like that's going to be, you're going to shit yourself probably. Um, even if you did it a few hours before you trained, it still would probably just not, not feel great. So trying to get in like just fat is kind of hard. It's, it can be really hard. Um, I think that's where kind of mixing in some fasting and, and some things like that. Cause people ask like, what do you eat before a workout? Sometimes it's hard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to get in a meal before a workout. If you're trying to have like 70% come from fat, <laughs> it's not going to, it doesn't matter what you eat. It doesn't matter if you eat like bacon or eggs or whatever, it's just going to kind of, you know, probably not sit so good. So what I've been doing in those terms, our workouts take a pretty long time. By the time we warm up, by the time we get to any of that cardio stuff, it is a few hours later. So in the morning, if I am going to eat, I try to eat something. I try to eat a small meal. And that way, you know, that way it doesn't affect me too much. But that is the hardest part, I think, of a keto diet is like, you know, this guy who's wrestling. It's like, what's the guy doing before he wrestles, eating sardines or something? I mean, it's like it could be gross. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't make you uh, – it, it's definitely way different than having um, some like uh, – uh, uh, rice cakes or something like that, or mm-hmm. rice or whatever it would be that you'd have before a training session. Correction, actually, I think he's an Olympic lifter. I'll oh. look, I'll look him up. I'll find you his information because it's just really interesting because he performs at an extremely high level. Not just he's not just some gym goer. Yeah. Like I think he Santini USA or something like that. Um, but yeah, exactly. I can't think of exactly what fats. Have, have you actually done a, a ketogenic style diet? Straight Sh- keto? No. Very low carb? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I, I mean it's not. Not, it wouldn't I'm be a scared. keto diet, but he's scared, Andrew. I no, like, like I am actually quite scared because I like the it's way it's not going to turn you right white, now. bro. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I mean, from from everyone I see that does keto, they tend to be of your pigmentation. <laughs> so, I mean, let's just be real about that. But anyway, what I was saying was like, um, I really, yeah, I, I the thing is, is like. I'm performing so well. And I, what I do like is that I do need less carbs. I don't need to eat as many carbs as I did in the past. Just right. showing that I was eating too many. You know, I didn't need that many carbs to perform as much like, like I yeah. thought. So I like that aspect. But going straight, just, just like keto, or it wouldn't be technically keto. I'd still be having high protein. But using fat as my only and main energy source, I'd be, uh, I'd be a little bit scared. I am a little bit scared to do that. <laughs> yeah. I really am. I'm one of those athletes. And you'd be like, what, what's going to happen here? You know, I wonder, like, I mean, you're fucking 7% body fat, right? So, like, if you, let's just say you lost weight, like, would it benefit you in any way to lose to lose any weight? You know, like, I, and what weight would you lose? Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know, maybe someone can make an argument and say, you know, you would be more efficient if you just weighed 230, you know? Yeah. I, and I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. That for Maybe you would be. Maybe you wouldn't be. For me personally, that would that would include a lot of muscle loss at the same time. Right. Because getting down to that weight isn't just losing body fat anymore. It's losing lean body mass. And I want to hold on to that. Like I, I started jujitsu at 265. I'm now like 245, um, which is great. It's withering away, Andrew. Like, no, but this is great. I've been You're 245. Blow away in the wind. I've been like this for like the last eight months to a year. Right. So I'm not losing anymore. And I feel much better walking around like this. I can do like even more pull-ups because I'm lighter. Um, but 
I wouldn't want to lose like any more weight. I, I don't think that'd be beneficial for me in, until I get maybe older. I don't know, man. That Russian guy that beat you at Worlds, he was pretty skinny. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. He was. He was skinny. He didn't have a lot of muscle he on He was 235. I know, I but he wasn't. Him. But he wasn't was thick. But I was surprised. He wasn't yeah. thick and he was 235. He was jacked. Like, like I, I just, I, it, the way he held his weight was very interesting. But those damn Russians, man. They get you every time. It's like every everything, like every movie, every contest. That's it's our, always the Russian at the top. That's our version. <laughs> that's our version of a black man. That's our answer. Is uh, either a Russian or like a Viking. That's all. That's all we got over a here. Russian or Viking. <laughs> no, but yeah. I don't know if the Russians are known for big dicks, though. We got to work on that. Maybe the Vikings are uh, with, the, with the way they speak and their, their voice. I think they probably do. It's pretty deep. Yes, yeah, so, but, uh, but, uh, but. yeah, like you can't you can't be. Yeah, you, you got to be kind of packing to have yeah. to talk like that. Something need something down there. <laughs> yeah, to go there, man. What you been doing, Andrew? <laughs> Just trying to keep it together back here. That's no, all. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, somebody's got to make fun of Insema every once in a while. Yeah, you can't let him think he's perfect over here. Yeah, and this was the last podcast the three of us had together. <laughs> <laughs> all this went downhill. No, it's just uh, Insema's going to do it remotely now. Like, remember that time Insema broke Mark's back? Yeah. The podcast? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you're, even though your muscle, you're, you say your weight's going down, like you still pulled 725 in the gym in the middle of all this. Yeah. So what do you equate that to is just being a savage. Uh, yeah. Dude, I really don't. Like, I think it's just like keep, like I still kept training. So it's like I don't pull as heavy as often as I used to, but I still keep the stimulus there. And it's not like I've forgotten how to lift, right? Um, not losing much muscle. Maybe becoming more efficient in the way that I move or, or utilize the muscle that I have too. I think that's part of it. But I can't say why. What I do know is that like my pulling strength hasn't reduced. My pushing strength has reduced, um, even though I've been trying to keep pushing frequency up. And that's partially because of like some things going on, some owies. But at the same time, that that's reduced a little bit. Uh, so... I think it's just stuff I'm really good at. We got a big training session well. coming up with Michael mm. Trent. As soon as you said owies, that's all I could think yeah. of. Yeah. 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 No, Michael Trent, by the way, just for people that don't know, if I haven't mentioned it before, he doesn't have injuries. He only has owies. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of what's kept him injury free is that his mindset is that it's, shit just kind of hurts, but it's not, not a debilitating, debilitating injury. And mm -hmm. so he won't even like really mention it. He'll just like work around it. Like if yeah. his shoulder hurts, he won't really. He kind of would do it, and Seema just did right there. And Seema mm -hmm. wasn't like, man, my shoulder's really fucked up. I can't bench. He just kind of left it at, there's something weird going on over there, and I can't press the way I'd like to, mm -hmm. yeah, which is different, much. right? Mm -hmm. But we got a big training session coming up with him. We're going to deadlift, and, and Seema texted me and said he was going to run a full peak going into that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to if you want to try to keep up with that guy. It's just going to be. <sighs> he invited us to like lift and to, and to go into his pool, like a pool party. Nice. And I'm like, okay, he wants to invite us all into like stuff that he's amazing at, and we're just gonna get killed. <laughs> we're all gonna be shirtless at his house, pretty much. No, I know. I, I was gonna swim with my shirt on. <laughs> I'm just gonna be the guy in the uh, pool with the shirt on. Ah, you know, I'm really worried about the sun. I don't want to get cancer. You know, you won't. You're gonna have those rainbow undies, and your Full. shirt's gonna be off. Yeah, that's uh, an idea. I should whip those out, huh? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. should. Mm -hmm. I gotta ask him about SARMs. Oh, I'm curious about his thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I should just bring a bunch of steroids there and be like, oh, look what I found in his refrigerator. <laughs> we'll just put them like under his seat cushions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. 
That'd be tight. I'll just find out that he's been running SARMs the whole time. Big old giant Costco bottles of uh, testosterone mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. It's going to be great. Are, are we going to be podcasting with him? or? Yeah, we're going to be deadlifting, and then we're going to his house for some food. Uh, his wife's going to cook up some stuff. Probably oh, wow. be like, it'll probably be like turkey and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll podcast with him. going to hang out, and he'll probably try to keep us hostage all day. We'll see. Be great. I've never met him, so that's going to be interesting. Oh, I met him once, but didn't really meet him. Yeah. So it's going to be cool. Yeah. He, have you have you met him? I with- can't. Yeah, a bunch of times. He's he's just he's a big teddy bear. Mm. Like he'll he'll call you kid. He'll be super positive about you, and yeah. like he'll like touch you and like with his like hand <laughs> in this like weird way. <laughs> Why? Like, why do you have, like, a, a shape yeah, right there like that? No, no, no. Like, he just, like, he does, he uses his middle finger to, like, touch your, like, shoulders or something. Oh, so he likes It'd to be caress. Like, yeah, like, he'll just, like. He's very touchy. Yeah, but it's so, like, come on, kid. There you go, kid. That a boy. I'm just like, I'm not, he one, like, of your, uh, not one of your puppies, man. He you like <laughs> Yeah, he does. <laughs> he touches so you as if, as if you're, like, on display. Yes. You know, it's like you're doing, yeah. like, lateral raises, and he'll yeah. be, like, kind of doing this to your shoulder. Like, check out this shoulder. Check out this shoulder cap. Check out the delt right here. Yeah. This is what we're working. You know, this guy has great fired. energy. Like, you can <laughs> tell, but he has great energy. That's awesome. He does. He's super, uh, super happy all the time. But oh. that's uh, probably because he, when you walk into his house, he has to take you through his trophy room. So I'd be pretty happy too if I had that set up. Do you have to walk through the trophy room to like get oh, yeah. through the? <laughs> and, he, yeah. and he pretends it's all like nonchalant, like it's just kind of halfway scattered, but halfway totally displayed on purpose. Well, yeah, because he's like, oh wait, like because we we knock on the front door, and he's like, oh no, you, you guys got to go around the, the other the other way. Like, all right, I guess something wrong with the front door. Maybe they're. Or maybe re- it doesn't like the dogs to you know, do whatever with it. Yeah. You walk in and there's just a shrine of like all his trophies, his uh, magazine covers. Oh, all those old things. I was oh, oh, I forgot so embarrassing. About that. I didn't know you guys were coming through this way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, in this video, I think he shows him touching Mark the way I was just explaining. Where is it at? He never misses reps either. Like he barely did that first rep. And then he was somehow able to still get a second one. Oh, where'd my screen go? This is when Robbie Robinson like popped in on our <laughs> on our bench, just Crushed stared me you. down. There he is. Yeah, Robbie Robinson. I asked him. I was like, "You want me to take a plate off, sir?" And he just like stared at me. And he went down on the bench and he just started doing reps. And then he like let go of it and got off the bench. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and he never talks, but if he does talk, he's got the deepest voice ever. He sounds like Darth Vader. Yeah, I didn't know who that was because he had the sunglasses and everything on, but. You're like, oh shit! These workouts are hard. It's, there's it's like, hard watch, to, see? Oh yeah, there you go. See, there's the finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right there. He tried to get my nipple. See? <laughs> right. <He does> this. <laughs> that finger, man. He he does. He moves his fingers around as if he's like uh like sprinkling sprinkling uh magic on you or Pixie something. dust. <laughs> yeah. And he always knows where like the good lighting inside Golds is. He'll be like, no, no, you got to go over here. Yeah. He'll even move you that way. He'll like put his arm around you and he'll just like move you. Mm-hmm. And then he'll like, he'll have the angle. And it's like, you don't need the angle. You're how, fucking 280. How big is this? Like how tall is he too? He's huge. He's he's big, man. He's big. Yeah. He's probably, he's probably about your height or maybe a little taller. I Are you 6'1 or something or 6'2? Six 6'2. Two? Six two. But I feel like. Yeah, he's probably 6'2 or 6'3. Yeah. Yeah, he's up there. I just remember the first time I, like we, you know, trained with him or whatever and just like, damn, like, it, it, it's kind of like, it doesn't really make sense because you're looking at him and it's like, dude, he's really big, but he's 
he's like he's Jack. Like he's like he just it's it's hard to wrap your head around it at first. Mm-hmm. And yeah, dude, like you'll see, it'll be a lot of fun though. I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna end up with an audible. Is my prediction. I think he's gonna see in semen. He's gonna be like, let's do some leg press. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some hack squats. I'm, I'm sure he's doing research right now, and he's just like checking, like, ah, oh, no. Let's, I've told let's, him about him before, but I had, but I, I, he doesn't know he's coming. Let's tell him that <laughs> he has a really strong bench. Yeah, but Don't do that. No, no, no. Because watch, look, we'll be like, dude, yeah, this, you got to watch out for his bench. It's like incredible. He'll look at you and be like, all right, guys, let's deadlift. Because <laughs> if, uh, if we tell if we tell him that. that you have a strong deadlift, he's gonna be like, um, let's do something else. Uh, it's chest day today. Yeah, exactly. Oh Lord, this is gonna be fun. Either way, I'm gonna enjoy it. It'll get all, get us all hyped up on bodybuilding for about a week, mm. and then we'll be like, bodybuilding is dumb. <laughs> and we'll go <laughs> we'll go back to doing everything else that we do. How much do you weigh right now, by the way? Uh, I weigh about two forty. Two forty. And you said like like right now you said you're dropping body fat, right? Mm-hmm. Because you you look really really lean at two forty. Oh, thank right you. Now. It's true. Mm. I like where this is going. Keep going. Okay. Uh, like, <laughs> He's still married. He's still married. No, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm well, just, oh. just to the game. <laughs> oh. He said Andy doesn't listen to this. <laughs> no. no, she doesn't. Oh, she doesn't listen. care. No, she doesn't care. Even but, if I said we're not married, she wouldn't care. Yeah. But like right now with, with what you're doing, uh, how far do you think it'd be before you would be stage ready if you really had to you know, cut that much body fat? Uh, I think maybe like uh, – well, to be better than I was, because there's no point in doing anything unless you're going to be better than you were before, right? Mm-hmm. So to be better than I was before, probably like five or six weeks. Five or yeah. six weeks. Maybe even a little bit less, because like, uh, there's no, I'm not doing this. I'm doing some cardio, but it's different. You know, I'm not spending, you know, 30 minutes on a, you know, treadmill or 30 minutes on the uh, goddamn Stairmaster or anything mm-hmm. like that, you know, so. Honestly, though, like it, may, it really makes you think, though, like, do you really need to suffer as much as you did to get to that body fat? Like knowing what you know now, like, do you need to eat as little as you did at that point to get there or do as much cardio? Because if you maintain this and just increase a little bit more, right, and you just keep dropping, mm-hmm. you could get there. I have a, a picture that came up on my phone, actually, that I can show you. And yeah. I, I probably look I probably look a little leaner now than I did this time last year when I was prepping uh, for the show. Let's see if it will pop up quick. But um, it was uh, yeah. Here we go. Look, look who's helping me with my posing right there. That's this time last year. Yeah, you. Were, yeah, damn. And I actually think I look. I actually think I'm a little bit bigger right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not quite as lean, but very close to that. Yeah. If not. If not even. I don't know. It's hard to say. But anyway, yeah. I think that um, I could get in shape really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just makes me. It just makes me think that like a lot of. The, even like my former contest preps, I don't think I'd need to put myself through a lot of that. To yeah, yours were like sixty way. weeks. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was long. <laughs> were they like thirty I, weeks or something? Yeah, I mean, I was going from two sixty five down to two twenty nine, right? But even at this point, I, I don't think I'd have to put myself through that much to get that lead. Right. I think I'd probably be a good sixteen, eighteen weeks away. Did you use cardio or no? Oh yeah, yeah, a, a lot towards the end, and it was a lot of steady state cardio, um, but. I, I don't think I'd need to do as much as I did to, to get that lean nowadays. Do you it think you would still use some cardio? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do jujitsu until some point where I get too tired and then I just do a lot of cardio for sure. Mm-hmm. Just so I could probably eat a little bit more food and feel better. Explain, explain why, explain why, why someone like would do car. Cause steady state cardio, there's, it gets a bad, you know, it gets, has a bad reputation sometimes. So why mm-hmm. do you think it's good? Uh, for somebody to, you know, kind of lean out and, and also 
everyone keep in mind, we're talking about kind of getting on stage and bodybuilding shows. So maybe you could talk about the importance of why you would do it for a bodybuilding show. And maybe you can also talk about how someone can utilize it just to drop a couple LBs. So the main reason why you want to use steady state cardio is to help you to get into maybe a little bit deeper of a deficit without having to eat less food. That's what it's going to help with. So whether it's walking outside or, or, you know, just, I don't know, just doing some, a little bit of cardio on the machine, you know, 30 minutes or an hour or whatever. Um, it helps you get into a bigger deficit. Now, the thing is, is that when you're thinking of high intensity interval training and uh, something like jujitsu, which would be, again, another form of just high intensity type cardio, it's very, uh, it taxes you. You feel really tired and you actually need a lot of energy to do that. And the thing is, is that's really it's really good to do if you have more body fat on you because you have that energy to spare, right? You have that body fat to spare. But when you start getting really, really lean, it doesn't matter the amount of food you eat. You feel tired almost all the time. So if you were to try and bring up the motivation to go on a bike or go out and do some sprints or go do jujitsu, um, that's taxing. And then the reason why I'd probably not do jujitsu at a certain point is because my risk for injury is much higher. When you're much leaner and you have less body fat on you, there's, there's a reason why you don't deadlift as often or as heavy or squat as heavy as you were before, not just because you're weaker, but also because you're more injury prone. That's something that tends to happen to a lot of people at deeper parts of prep. They try to, let's just say, do a lot of the things that they were doing before and you should, but you just, you, you can't handle it. So they end up injuring themselves because they're injury prone. So that's why steady state cardio, again, you could still... Do that cardio. It's very simple. Your body just has to go through the motions. That's why I see a lot of these bodybuilders, they're on the Stairmaster, right? Because it doesn't take much effort from them where they're just walking on an incline because they're so damn lean that anything else would just feel like too much work. That's the main reason. Right. So I think the stair stepper is great because it's like, it's just hard enough, you know, mm -hmm. like, and it's, it's, it can be challenging. When you were doing cardio for bodybuilding shows, was it ever, was it ever, like, was it challenging at all? Like, was there any part of it challenging? Yeah, it felt like crap because I was so lean. But that's the, <laughs> it's like anybody else or if I was higher body fat, it wouldn't have felt so bad. But I was so lean and my joints like, like hurt. Uh, so yeah. It, <laughs> for exactly, 30, man. 30 minutes straight. <laughs> Didn't want to do it. I did the. Um, <laughs> Sound like the mind bullet. bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, I did the elliptical because it was like it was less taxing on my joints. Um but yeah, the main thing though is that when I was working out, um, I just tried to maintain some level of intensity. So I tried to keep all my compounds in there. I tried to like do as heavy as I could without going way too heavy where I could uh, work hurt or potentially end up hurting myself. Mm. I think the main thing that a lot of people do is they change their workouts too much when they try to do bodybuilding and get leaner, like you can, you should still keep your compounds in there. You should still attempt to get a little bit stronger, even though at a certain point, you're just going to be getting weaker and weaker and weaker, but you should still try to maintain that stimulus. Cause that's going to help you maintain the muscle that you have. It's when you start lowering all your training volume and doing just really high reps, et cetera. Right. Um, that you can actually risk losing a lot of muscle cause you don't have the same amount of stimulus. So that's a big thing. I see uh, a lot of, a lot of guys getting into bodybuilding doing. It's a good challenge too. Like if you're on a diet, you're in a caloric deficit, it's a good challenge to, uh, have some, you know, not, not necessarily like, I don't want to say a single rep max cause it shouldn't be like a max, mm -hmm. but doing some, uh, triples and some sets of five and stuff like that would probably serve you well. Cause it probably feel like a good challenge, you know, and then you just have to kind of 
throw away and kiss goodbye the weights that you did in the past. And you're going to want to work your way up to it. So, you know, if you're going to do a 405 deadlift or something for a set of five, make sure you're taking all the intermediate weights in between that for sets of five. Just so you're like, if 315 feels like garbage, then you're like, okay, well, I wanted to finish with 405, but that doesn't look like it's in the cards. Don't hurt yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. take those in between weights. I think uh, bodybuilding was so interesting to me because the carbohydrates seem like they uh, seem like they help kind of fuel the workouts. They helped they they helped uh, keep the muscles full, and they helped with kind of a certain look. The protein was kind of protein's almost always stagnant in any diet, but on that diet, you know, it was revved up a little bit. And that helps protect the muscles from breaking down from all the extra work that you're doing, and also you're in a caloric deficit. And then the cardiovascular training just seemed like it was just literally helping to burn fat off. And like mm-hmm. from one day to the next, I'd wake up and like my legs would be leaner. They'd be leaner like almost every day. And then like if it wasn't the legs, maybe I'd notice something in my back or maybe I noticed like an extra vein coming out or whatever. It was, And it's super, super motivating. Once you get into that mode, it sounds ridiculous because you're checking yourself out so much, but that's the game. That's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's motivating because it rolls on top of itself. It, um, the, the diet, the, the way of training, the cardio, even though it is tedious and even though it is a pain in the ass, um, it helps you build momentum uh, towards what you're looking for. And I feel like the diet I'm on right now helps me build towards all those things without all the extra work. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's why I'm so obsessed with keto diet. That's why I wrote a book on, you know, a war on carbs is because I feel like these style of diets, they, they promote themselves. They, once you get in, once you get locked into it, then you're, you're really locked in and you, you want to continue to lose weight. You want to continue to go down that path and you can, you can end up going down the path too hard. You can end up going down it, you know, for, I did that a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've weighed 240 looking like this and I've weighed 240 like real flat and like not in that good of shape. So it's, uh, but you, you're never going to know how hard to push unless you, you got to push too far. You got to push too hard sometimes and go, Oh shit. Uh, that didn't really work the way I wanted it to. Most definitely. And then also one thing that, you know, when you do bodybuilding and you end up being that lean, something that it's happened to me in the past too, is you try to hold on to that look too long Mm -hmm. and you like you, even after the show, you, you don't, you, don't become okay with putting body fat on and you got to put body fat on so you actually feel healthy so all your hormones get back to normal your libido especially man but it, 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 yeah seriously man it, you got to you got to get to a point where you're okay being having a little it's bit like more body john fat cena on you. towel rack scene and uh, was a train wreck i don't haven't, haven't seen, seen it, it so. oh you haven't seen it mm-hmm. yeah he like rests a towel on his dick basically really yeah you probably can do that in real life too. I yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't put anything past the guy. Did I just hear Jessica do like a yep. <laughs> sigh thing? Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. She's Jess. overheating. Calm down. The <laughs> room's getting warmer. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark, I know you messy kicks. In. Yeah, I, I gotta <laughs> click that thing back on. You've messed with ketones. I don't know if in SEMA if you've I not yet because I know we had a guest on and they were talking about it. Jim. But, What's his name? Jim something? Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown, yeah. yeah. About the Dr. Manhattan. Good memory. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed anything from it, Mark? Like from like taking it like pre-workout? Um, it's it's hard for me to to notice stuff because I I tend to feel pretty good mm. all the time. So um 
I haven't noticed much from it, but I, I do think that there's probably some value to it. I do know that it makes your ketones through the roof because, like, when I tested my – so what's in the product is in the product, you know. Um, the one I was using I think was called uh, Keto Aid or Ketone Aid. Um, I still have some if you guys ever want to try try them out. They uh, they do taste like Godzilla's dick. Joe Rogan's mm-hmm. right. That's a good comparison. <laughs> they don't taste very good. Um but yeah, I did prick my finger and see if the ketones were up and it's supposed to help you like with your sleep and stuff as well. It's supposed to help you get into a deeper sleep. I guess um, e- even people that aren't on a ketogenic diet produce ketones uh, kind of in the middle of the night. I think you produce ketones anyway. I think it's just part of human function. Mm-hmm. Um, but I-, I think you produce them when you're sleeping. It's supposed to help you get into like a deeper sleep. But I didn't really notice. Um, I didn't notice much with that. For, for in terms of sleeping, I didn't try it enough either. I tried it like two or three times, and that's that's not uh, enough. That's not enough to really get good good enough feedback. I will say that maybe a little bit the way that like branch chain amino acids work or essential amino acids work is it's like maybe it doesn't. Maybe you don't feel this overwhelming surge of energy during the training session, but maybe you're able to cap off your training session a little bit harder. And um, I think that might be the case with BCAAs. You know, people ask all the time about branch chain amino acids and my thoughts on them. And I, I don't think they really matter. I think you can take them or leave them. And I don't think it'll make that big of a difference. Where I do think it can make a difference is maybe it's just encouraging you to drink more liquid, mm-hmm. you know. And yes, maybe it has aspartame or whatever the hell else in it. Um, so I can see some people making some arguments against it as well. Um, but it usually has sodium and it usually has potassium and it usually has other stuff in it too. Like the, the better brands have figured out, you know, they'll put some magnesium in there and they'll put some other things in there. And it's like, well, if I'm getting some of that during my training session and I'm losing all that, that actually makes some sense as far as whether the BCAAs are helping with protein synthesis and stuff like that. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. You can probably find a study that shows that it works well and you probably find studies that show it doesn't do dick. But I do think the liquid and I think, you know, potentially getting in potassium and sodium and those kinds of things during the training session Mm -hmm. is probably uh, beneficial. And if you just like the taste of it, fuck it. Yeah. You know, that's what I drink. I just drink my my big, big kid Kool-Aid. That's what I call it. BCAAs. Yeah. It's so good. It does make me pee a lot, but maybe that's just because I drink more water. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't waste much money. I don't waste money on BCAAs. Like, not that I don't think they're useful, but. I don't think they're useful. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, okay, let, let's, let's not say that they, they are like you can, some people think they're really beneficial for protein synthesis or whatever, but I've never, I mean, there was a point that I, I took them for a few months, but I was, I feel like you, you can get enough through food. Mm-hmm. You can get potassium, all that yeah. type stuff through food, right. salt, your food. Um, and you don't really need it. Cause for some people, you know, BCAs are like what? 35 bucks a month. Right. Yeah. Do you need to spend that on that or could you just use real food? I, I really think that you don't you don't need to, to spend money on them. The only time I think that BCAs could be really beneficial. You're on creatine though, bro. Yeah, I'm on creatine, but creatine's cheap. Creatine is like legit. That, that bucket is going to last you like two remember months. Remember how disappointed we were? We had a yeah. meeting. Andrew and I had a meeting. Yeah. When you told us you were on we creatine. a really long time. Like it was a support group. Like, man, <laughs> we really got wool pulled, pulled over our fucking eyes, didn't we? Creatine. Spend your money on creatine. <laughs> but no, the only time I'd use BCAAs. How much creatine are you on? Are, in, are if I was in a deficit. If I was in a deficit and I was cutting, that'd be when I'd maybe right. t- put, um, use some BCAAs because they might help me save some muscle. But if I'm trying to gain. I don't really think you need them. Is there any benefit to the uh, just anything other than monohydrate creatine? 
No. Just that's the only creatine one. monohydrate. Yeah. Powder, take it mm-hmm. down every day. Five grams. Well, uh, I remember Hodge twins saying you got to drink it with grape juice. Is that true? Grape drink. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> something to hey, spike insulin or something. Is, is that a racist comment? No. No, that's what they, I can Why would you eventually find the They're video. They're black, and he's talking about grape drinks. Yeah, but they have the, the blue eyes. <laughs> what's you know, wrong? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Isn't that whoa, a thing? Back up. What's and wrong? the purple drink? Grape drink? What's, what's um, up with what? grape drink? drink? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> it's just grape drink. There's nothing racist oh. about that. Grape soda? No? It's not uh, a thing? Grape drink. I'm imagining It's things. called drink. <laughs> purple drink? Purple drink. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the one. What about that purple drink? Anybody know about that? No. Just grape drink. Just don't know anything about that. Yeah, why do you take it with grape juice? Just uh, the sugar, whatever, right? Like that's that kind of the theory. spike, right? I don't take it with that stuff. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Yo. <laughs> I take it with water, yo. <laughs> oh, then you're just going to pee it straight well, out. I think years oh, ago, yeah. I think uh, that company, like Celtech or whatever, they made their creatine with uh, kind of a carbohydrate mix oh, yeah? you know, to try to like help deliver it faster to the muscle tissues or whatever but okay they're really probably just selling you some sugar it's fancy <laughs> yeah that's fancy they're selling you some of that sugar yeah but you know with the carnivore diet like i'm i really like it a lot it's uh it's been convenient for me one thing i've been doing is as i've been uh i broke out the old crock pot and i've been just throwing in some bone broth and some meat and um i didn't really have like a roast so i just took whatever steaks i had i had mm-hmm. like a a New York strip, a ribeye. I don't really suggest throwing a ribeye in there because it's kind of a waste of a ribeye because ribeyes are delicious, just cooked up whatever way you want to cook them up. But throwing them in a crock pot's not not probably the best usage of an expensive ribeye. Um, so I just threw a bunch of different steaks in there. And for you guys that I can't cook worth a shit like me, it's simple. It's super easy. And yeah. you can leave it there for, you got about two days. So it can just, it can just sit on your counter for about two days. Mm-hmm. After... After about ten hours or so, uh, the meat gets really. Um, you can eat your. You can eat the meat with like a spoon, you know, because it's mm. just it just peels apart real easy. But try to get like a roast beef or something like that and chuck that in there. And uh, if you don't want to throw, you know, a bunch of vegetables in there, just throw a bunch of bone broth in there and some salt, and you're good to go. You know, when we were mentioning potassium, though, I'm curious, like if someone's going full carnivore, where where are they getting their potassium source typically? You know, so I asked uh, Paul about this, and he he actually supplements with uh, potassium. Oh, he supplements it. He supplements with it, which I was like, well, that's not great because, like, you know, you're kind of teaching everybody to get everything from their food, and now we got to go out of our way. Um, Dr. Baker, when he was here, um, he, he, like, looked at my blood work and stuff and said, I asked him the same question. He's like, well, you don't have any problems with your electrolytes. He's like, look, all the evidence is right here, you know. So I don't know, like if there's maybe misconceptions about how much potassium we really need Hmm. Um, or, or if um, perhaps when you take in a lot of salt, this is what Paul said is that when you take in a lot of salt, it's potassium sparing. So it kind of holds on to potassium. Okay. Uh, So you may not need as much of it and meat does have potassium in it. It's just not late. It's not like labeled as having uh, potassium in it, but it does. Is it, is it a, a substantial amount or is it just like I don't know amounts? I don't know we'd have to kind of look into it a little bit further but okay. I do think it's a decent amount but it's definitely not anything like an avocado or anything like that mm-hmm. so if you're concerned about potassium which you kind of should be because it can uh it can kind of there's a lot of reasons to take potassium one is just overall hydration 
but you can end up with irregular heartbeats just from not having enough potassium. You can also end up with irregular heartbeats from having too much potassium. Yeah. So you have to kind of, uh, you have to kind of be careful with potassium, but uh, eating an avocado would be a great way to get some potassium in uh, without, without going like quote unquote off the diet, even though an avocado is fruit. Uh, there's no, there's, I, there's probably very little to no sugar in it. There's yeah. probably just maybe a little bit of fiber, if anything. Um, and there's, uh, there's some good fats in there and there's some, a uh, little bit of small amount of protein, but, uh, avocado has a lot of potassium. Um, and then from there, you know, if you're, if you are going to eat any greens, greens have, uh, spinach, potassium. Yes. saute some spinach yeah. that, that has a lot of potassium it does. and it really won't. Even as a carnivore, like, yeah, technically it's not, but at the same time, it's very macronutrient. Like there's, there's right. barely any macros in it. You know what I mean? You I think a, we have to think about these diets in terms of like, you know, how long are we really going to do some of these things for? How much of it do we really want to test? If you really want to test it and really see if it's going to like, uh, let's say you've had uh, pain in your hip for the last five years and you really want to see like, is this going to reduce inflammation? Well, if you're currently not on a diet, and you're jumping onto a diet, just cutting out a lot of junk will probably help reduce the inflammation enough to work. And then from there, if you're still working on eliminating stuff and you want to start to eliminate some fruits and some vegetables and things like that, how much of it do you need to eliminate? Does it mean you can't have any of it during the entire day? Or does it just mean that you have a lot less of it than you have in the past? And that's, that's a good place to start. It's like, well, let me just try to be a little bit better with some of this than I was before. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be, again, you don't have to go jumping into the deep end right away. Yeah. It doesn't, that doesn't really make any, uh, make any sense. And then you can kind of see like, okay, is this making some substantial changes or not? Exactly. I, I really don't think that you need to, you don't need to eliminate all of these foods to be able to be first off healthy or to do any of these diets. Like again, spinach isn't probably causing your inflammation. Neither is a damn avocado. It's probably something else. Some, some of the random processed foods that you're eating too much of that was probably giving you the biggest issues. Um, so there's no reason that you have to totally cut those things off, which is why whenever we have these conversations, I'm always like, okay, so if an individual isn't having this problem, could we add this in or could we add this food in? Because we don't need to eliminate all of these foods for the principle of being on the diet. I think some people do it mainly because they're like, if I don't have this, I'm not a carnivore. You know, you could still be a carnivore and eat some, eat an avocado or some spinach or some mushrooms. Well, and don't be so, uh, don't don't hold on to your beliefs so hard mm-hmm. that it's detrimental to everything else, right? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like, um, I mean, we do it a lot with our training, right? Like we all love training. Like you said, you have to be here less. And that's a sacrifice, right? Like you love being here. You love training. and But you also, you're like, no, I have a goal with jujitsu. So I need to get my ass out of here. I need to go pound a bunch of water. I need to go get on the mat. And then I you know, need to spend the rest of the night like eating and paying attention to uh, my recovery and then doing, uh, doing work, working with your clients. And then you're like, I need to go to bed. So you have to be on like a schedule. You have to be on point with everything. But it doesn't make sense to be so attached to something. Like if you were so attached to lifting, it would push back your work with the clients. That might get compromised. Maybe you, uh, you know, maybe you end up... Uh, you know, not performing as well at jujitsu. And it's like, it's like, well, that's not good. You're just shooting yourself in the foot just because mm-hmm. you believe that you need uh, to train for four hours every day, you know? And so I think we have a tendency to get kind of tied to these beliefs that we, we hold on to them so strongly 
that's at the sacrifice of uh, like everything else that's going on around us. Mm-hmm. I agree to that. We were talking uh, shifting gears here for a little bit, unless Andrew, unless you got anything to add in on some of that. No, I just was looking up the uh, the creatine stuff about juice, and yeah, I guess it, it does make some sense to take it with um, with like grape juice or something. But uh, I guess you get the same effect if you just take it with protein. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's that. I was going to mention too, uh, coconut water. You know, we've talked about that a bunch of times on the show, yeah. and people might be concerned it has some sugar in it. It's like, look, man, is it better than you were doing yesterday? You know, and and you know, Matt Vincent, right? Matt Vincent said they're not cutting people out of their homes on the 600-pound life because they have a bunch of banana peels around them, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, not, uh, it's not the fruit that's causing a problem. And, and even a banana is a great, uh, great source. And any fruit, any fruit, actually any fruit or any vegetable, they all have uh, potassium in them. Uh, as Nsema pointed out, some of the greener uh, uh, vegetables will have more, such as like spinach. Anyway, shifting gears, uh, Andrew, it was your uh, daughter's birthday the other day. Yeah, man. How old is she? She's 11. Let's give her a shout out. Is she listening? Hello. Wow. Uh, she's going to freak out when she hears it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Jazzy Poo? Happy birthday, Jasmine. Um, yeah, dude, she turned 11 and Damn. we're freaking out because it's like in, in some school districts, she would be going into junior high. So thankfully in Sac- or Elk Grove, they don't they don't start junior high till seventh grade. Mm. Let's just lock her up in a cage so she can't that, get any older, right? That was the initial plan, but we haven't not figured it out. Let's no, don't do yeah. Don't, don't do that, please. Uh, you're not allowed. Yeah, there's got all these rules with kids. Yeah. <sighs> can't do that yeah. these days. Back but in the day, yeah, not now. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's scary, man. I, I'm, I mean, you know, uh, Quinn's, she's a little bit older, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you're going yeah. to do the same thing. It's like, oh, oh exactly. my gosh. But yeah, yeah. no, it's her birthday. We um, took her out to eat a couple different places and then took her to go watch Toy Story. Cool. Toy Story 4. And we were talking about like the the first one was uh, it dates back because we were trying to figure out like, OK, like there's a bunch of kids in the theater. And it's like, man, like how many of you were alive when like the second one came out? Like almost <laughs> none. And so we checked and the first one was uh, 1995 was the first Toy Story. Yeah. And what trips me out about that is it's like, whoa, Tupac was still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of how I date everything is like, is it pre post, you know, death of Tupac? And I don't know why. That's just how it's always when been. When did me. Tupac die? 96. Damn, rough year. <laughs> yeah. I think 95. I think gradu- I graduated high school. 1990. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all, wow. I'm young. <laughs> yeah. <That's> crazy. <laughs> Are you, though? Are, am I, though? Like, no. Black don't crack, right? It really doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't, bro. Like, you're going to look the exact same when you're my age. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And then Asians also, they don't age either. They don't. No. Uh, <laughs> until, until they do. Like, <laughs> until they do. And they turn into a raisin. <laughs> there's this meme. There's this picture. I should not publish this. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. It's been terrible. There's this picture. Um, and it's like a cartoon. Hey, we're them. in the clear. We have a black friend. We're all good. That's, we're why, all you, good. that's why you had me here. So you can say certain things be like, and be like, look. he's here, though. Be like, look. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! There's this picture of this Asian woman aging, right? And it's up until like she's 55, and then once she turns like 60, like she hunches over and turns oh. to the Asian grandma. It's great. You guys ever seen a picture of Joey when she was little? No, I haven't. It's the cutest thing. It's just a big old, big old head, big old eyes, just looking so adorable. I mean, she's cute nowadays, right? But like a miniature Joey a is miniature like Joey. A miniature Joey's amazing. Do you guys remember the uh, the uh, the husband that sued his wife for having ugly babies? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really that's because she got so much plastic surgery done 
he didn't realize that he had married a troll. Oh, and so oh. when they had, when they had when they had kids, he was like, "Wait, hold on, they look nothing like you. Like, what happened?" And she's like, "Oh, I got all this surgery done." And sure enough, he's like, "Well, I'm suing you for false advertisement. So yeah. bad. Let me hey, let me try to look. It's it not up. A, it's not amazing when you see an ugly kid. Like when you <laughs> like when somebody has like an ugly baby. Like you don't know how to react because babies are always supposed to be cute. But also, too, a lot of babies, like, they may not be cute for, like, a while. Like, some of them takes a while. Like, it might take a, it might take, like, they, uh, as my dad would say, like, they didn't cook in there long enough. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they got taken taken out too early. Oh, oh he won $120,000. Hey, dude. Damn. That, that's legitimate. Oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so, before and after. Bro, no, like so. so many that was his was like a- actual wife, or just like some yeah. hookup or whatever. No, it was his wife. They had kids, and so that's what he sued her for. Whoa, mm. that's that's rough. And he actually, hey, the plastic surgery looks great. <laughs> Worked pretty good. <laughs> you see, this is why, like, uh, like y- y- men, that's crazy looking. People should be very, very careful nowadays. You should ask. Give me pictures of what you looked like when you were eighteen, sixteen, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, because plastic surgery can do some magic nowadays, and you 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 won't you won't realize it. Yeah, yeah, imagine if you're hanging out with your girlfriend, and like you go over her parents' house or something, you thumb through an old book, and you're like, ah! <laughs> "Who is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do they have another daughter? You're like, Man, who's this? Or, or wait, you? Mm, I'm not gonna, <laughs> yeah, go gonna be careful. I'm not gonna go there. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at the Kardashians uh, and all those, like they the before and afters of their surgeries is like, whoa, they're completely different people. Well, yeah, man, not completely, but like the uh, the younger ones, they they got a lot of stuff done. Yeah. It's all trickery. Was Toy Story good? Yeah, dude. I only cried like two times. <laughs> Is it the SARMs? And so yeah, I, I'm sitting there. Everything's I'm just emotional like, at this like, point. Man, like, this that is, podcast was so good. This you is guys really, yeah, I'm like, this is really affecting me. Like, I thought SARMs is not supposed to mess with your estrogen levels. Yeah. Like, I, like it's just, they're toys. Not only are they toys, it's a cartoon. Like, and I'm 34 years old. Why? Like, I got to. I don't know. I, I was I was stressing because I'm like, oh my god, this is really emotional right now. Yeah. First off, I will go see that movie. I probably will cry during it since I did cry during Toy Story three. But <laughs> as time goes by, it's going to be really weird because Toy Story is doing well, and they're going to make a five. They're going to make a six. At a certain <sighs> point, I'm going to be a forty year old man sitting in a theater with a bunch of ten year olds crying my eyes out in the middle of a theater. Hey, so <laughs> good. But you might have a. Or at that point, maybe even older. Hopefully, I have my kid with yeah. me. So I'll be like, I brought it for the kid. Yeah. But I don't care if my kid sees it. I want to see it. It's yeah. not for them. It's for me. Yeah. I'm here for my kid. Yeah, that's what it, most of us do. Yeah. And then <laughs> you see that they're going to have like uh, like five avatars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're pushing that series through, which is going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. I need something to watch. They only made one of those so far, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, I guess, the second one's like completed-ish or something, right? Yeah, and I think now that the uh, like technology is here, they're able to push it further. So they're going to make, I think, up to five. Damn, it's like every like two years, come out with another one. Yeah, that's that's a lot of work. Money. Uh, Chris Griffin told me his bro is like working on it. His bro Man, is like uh, nothing surprises me about those Griffin twins. Yeah, I know. He said his uh, brother just edits like GoPro footage all day from. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with the GoPro yeah. footage, but. Wow. Yeah, who knows? The first one was really good. It was really you know? good. And I found out the other day that my son never seen The Matrix. So I'm like, man, I'm failing over here mm-hmm. as a dad. I need to I need to get him on that. Yeah, that's I'm going to I'm going to have my children see that at a very young age. We watched uh 
John Wick the other day. We watched the second one. So I haven't you seen and your it. son, right? Yeah. Did Quinn see it too or no? no. Because <laughs> okay, I was gonna be like, wow. <laughs> yeah, my kids don't. They don't care too much. I mean, they they're they're able to watch just about anything. But yeah, she yeah. just doesn't. If there's not like a girl in it, like Quinn doesn't care. She that doesn't makes want, sense. You know, she only she only wants to watch that kind of stuff usually. John Wick was so good, man. And yeah, Keanu, it's violent. It's violent, but like the thing is, it's like there there was a like a cop reviewing John Wick and Keanu Reeves' gun work and stuff, and it's actually like yeah. legit. It's not some fake stuff. Like right. they would pull this stuff off, or they would try to right. do these legit moves. It's it's such a good movie. Yeah, they say that Keanu Reeves is actually a badass. Like mm-hmm. he knows martial arts really well and stuff like that, and. Yeah, the the movie, yeah. When we when I was watching it, yeah, I think it was the second one, or maybe it was the first one. I don't even remember now, but I just know like it just had like one tragedy after another. It's like wife dies of cancer, and then he's left with the puppy or whatever, and they beat the shit out of him and kill the dog. Yep, that might be the first one. But it's all because of a dog. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, like they just like set this up to be, uh, you know, such a like vengeful movie, you know, mm-hmm. I love when stuff like that, that's like Braveheart, you know, yeah. Braveheart, they take his wife and they slice, <clears throat> slice her throat. And then he just does the same thing back to the guy. He just, he doesn't even say anything to him. He just puts him on the post and just, shoot, mm-hmm. there goes your neck. Yeah. You're done, buddy. Yeah. That was on TV the other day at my fiance's. My son has yeah. seen that. So I'm not a complete failure. Yeah. We were at <laughs> Stephanie's parents' house and it was on TV and I was just like, man, that, there's a lot I don't remember. And yeah, it. I mean, obviously, you couldn't watch the whole thing because it's like fifteen hours long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that slicing of the throat is just like, oh, like no wonder why we love this movie. <laughs> so bad. You saw Braveheart in theaters? Oh yeah. Yep, indeed. Yep, and and uh, I know it's funny to you because I'm a thousand years old. He's like laughing at me over here. Kick me while I'm down. Why don't you? Uh, oh, when I saw it, me and my brother went and like. You know, right off the bat, they they had these really thick accents, and we just kind of looked at each other like, "Oh shit!" Like we didn't know it was like this because we just saw the we saw the the um, all the advertising for it was just you know William Wallace with his face painted and him just like kicking ass on a battlefield, you know. So we didn't we didn't really know what to expect, but when we were talking that way and we knew it was like two and a half hours long, we we're like, "This is going to be some boring ass shit," you know. We had no idea what we were in for. Yeah. That movie was insane. Uh, I've seen uh, Tombstone in the movie theater too, and we were talking earlier about uh, that. I made my son watch. He's also seen Rocky. What's Tombstone? I'm sorry. You Tomb- gotta, yeah, you gotta. Tombstone is uh, about Wyatt Earp. That's a movie that you need to see. About Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. He's a uh, uh, like a oh, okay. a Western like legend. You know, um, Tombstone, Arizona is where it, it takes place, and that's just the the quote unquote Wild West. Mm. You know, back when, uh, you know, the way that somebody would fight each other, they would go out in the street and they'd do the 10 paces. They'd walk 10 paces, turn around and shoot at each other. You know, that kind of shit. Oh, I got to watch these movies so I can, you know, get an understanding of your culture. Yeah. Yeah. This is this. This one is uh, this one's this one's really good. Um, This has Billy Bob Thornton in it, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, It's got Billy Bob in it. I haven't seen him in anything in a while. But yeah, this has some this has some uh, just awesome awesome scenes it's and it's weird to think that like our civilization was was like this this is this is complete insanity like you know to uh take ownership of like a bar or something you would if you could strong arm somebody then you could have ownership of it dang i mean like that's what they do in some of the first scenes on this in this film 
is they just walk in and like beat the hell out of the guy that works there. And they're like, we're going to take 10%. Mm-hmm. And people just, that was just the way things went. The, uh, the law was crooked. You know, they were just, it was the wild west. They were just doing, you know, doing kind of their own thing. And that's crazy that this wasn't really that long ago, man. No, it wasn't. No. It really wasn't. No, it wasn't. That's what, 150 years? You know, that's something like that. Always dressed in like really nice suits and stuff in like really hot sun. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, how do you guys shower? Yeah. That's got, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all just smell pretty bad probably. Dude, well, I think you just keep it all sealed in. Ah. Do y'all ever realize how good we have it sometimes that you can shower every day, that you can brush oh, your teeth? God. Yeah. All these little things <laughs> that you would not have had if you were born like two or three generations mm-hmm. before. My God, it's crazy. Dude, Al Kilmer. I mean, even, like when we run out of wipes here at the gym, like I'm just like life is over. Panic. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. We 60 or 70 years ago, <laughs> <laughs> I would not. Oh, God. I would not have a good life 60, 70 years ago, man. I wouldn't. Mm. It's yeah. crazy, bro. I, either one of you guys like, uh, either one of you guys like, I know, Andrew, you like cars and stuff. Either one of you guys like to fix stuff or like do that kind of work. Either one of you guys uh, have any, like, some people when they do like manual labor, they, they, they feel good after. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, quote unquote, oddly satisfying. You hear people say, right? Are either one of you guys like that at all? I'm trying to learn more about my <laughs> vehicle because I realized how sad it is. That I can't change my oil. But you don't know shit. Mm-hmm. Seriously, like it's really sad, you know. So I'm I'm trying to like just get better at some of these things that I should be good at. But um, no man, like not 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 I'm not like a crazy tinker. I can fix things if I have to. Like if I can look it up. How on about YouTube. you, Andrew? Are you yeah. will you fix a ceiling fan and shit like that at your house? Um, so the the more I like stay on a computer, the less handy I get. <laughs> So like with my car, like I can, I can change the oils. Like I, uh, I'm going to attempt to change the transmission oil for the first time, which I already looked at. Like it's, it'll be easy for me, mm-hmm. but, um, that's actually what took me away from like drifting and stuff back in the day. It was like, every time I took my car out, I would break something. And it's kind of like, I didn't love fixing stuff that mm-hmm. broke. That wasn't really my fault. I mean, it was my fault, but it wasn't you know, like. Like that wasn't supposed to happen. So like, I just got tired of being like working on the car longer than actually driving the car. But, um, like when I changed my oil for sure, like it, it definitely feels good. Um, and it, it also feels good to just pay somebody like <laughs> double the amount, what it costs to just like get it done. And like, there, there's, a, there's little things involved like, oh, okay, now I have this bad oil. I got to go take it to like AutoZone or something. And they're always dicks about it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like every single time, like, is this just oil? I'm like, yeah, like the same weight. Like, dude, I, I don't know, man. Like, it just take it or not take it. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, we're full. We can't take any of your oil. Like, all just right, dude. Dump it on your head. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to dump it on the drain again. Just kidding. Um, But my dad is the handyman. Mm-hmm. He can fabricate anything if it doesn't exist. He can fix anything on any car. He can like weld and stuff. He can weld. He can, he can sew. He See, I think, so, I think, you know, because of some of those things, I think that civilization's like going backwards in yeah, some ways. Yeah. Like my, in some ways it definitely is. My grandfather like built his own house, you know, and then my dad had his own house. He didn't build it, but he had his own house when he was probably like 25. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have my own house till I was like 35. Um, and I, I don't know one thing about building a house. I barely can like paint a wall like mm. white. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, and I, I don't have... Whatever that is, uh, 
I don't have any of that. Like, I don't want to fix a car. Um, I don't want to rake leaves. I don't want to do dishes. I don't want to do the laundry. I don't want to do any of that. Pay stuff. somebody to do it. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Yeah. Or just make my wife do it. She's, <laughs> she's a, she's a good, uh, good worker. She loves, but she likes that stuff. She's like yeah. drawn towards that nice. stuff. She kind of, she grew up with that, you know, she would like help her dad and like the, with like yard work and stuff. Mm-hmm. And as I got older, you know, I remember asking my dad, I was like, I was like, why, you know, why were you always outside doing yard work? Like every weekend he would be like outside, like raking or doing like, I don't know. He was always doing something out there. And uh, he's like, I don't know. I just really like loved it. And then when I had kids, then I was like, oh, (laughs) he just needed to get the fuck out of the house. So because like we weren't supposed to bother him while I was doing like yard when we were real little. When we got older, we could help him with it and stuff. But when in real little, like, yeah, he didn't want us out there when he had like the weed whacker or if he was like, uh, you know, chopping down a tree or something. He didn't want us to get hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I was like, hey, dad, I was like, I figured out why <laughs> you got to get away from mom because she's crazy. And you had to get away from us because we were paying the ass. He's like, yep, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Like, That's why you're out there for hours on end. Yeah. So. I definitely like doing the, the stuff that I know how to do. Like, you know, like I said, like changing the oil, because when I take it somewhere, that's, you know, that's someone's job they're getting paid for. They kind of don't care. They're just doing it because they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And if I do it, then I know for sure, like, I did it right. Like, the oil level's where it needs to be. And, mm-hmm. you know, I actually changed the filter. Sometimes you hear bad stories about people not actually getting the work done. But, you know, you, know. you hear about every single every single generation has something to crap on about the generation after them. Like, we're crapping on the generation after us. You're not outside enough, and you're always on your phone. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to crap on the generation after for? Like, what's going to be the thing that they're like, we're on our phones, yeah. but you're, you're doing this. Like, oh. every single generation has something Well, yeah, to there say. used to be the TV, right? Like, yeah. you, know, you watch way too much TV, right? I saw, a, uh, like, a meme, and it said, uh, like, things used to be so different or something, it said. And it was all these men on, like, a subway, and they just all had their uh, newspapers out in front of them. It was like 10 different guys and not one guy was talking to the next guy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it was like, but, you know, I guess at least with stuff like that, it's like, you know, you could, you could read the newspaper and can be like, you can, can you believe what, you know, so-and-so did or whatever? Or you, you can share a moment about it. Like I, I just read the same thing, right? Yeah. You can probably converse about it. But nowadays we probably have our headphones on or head down and not looking at one another and stuff like that. But yeah, you're right. There's always. Everyone's always complaining about each generation. I didn't know this, but like if you look up, um, you know, if you look up the different like generations, um, they date back a little further than I thought. Like uh, the um, uh, what's the generation everyone's always complaining about? <laughs> Blanking uh, on it for some reason. Well, I, like Gen Z is that what you're talking? Like no, the uh, millennials? millennials. Millennials. There you go. Me, that us. dates back to like 1980, which oh, wow. I didn't know it went back that far. And it's like, well, I didn't, you know, so I guess, you know, sometimes uh, some of the people that we're even like complaining about, we're not even complaining about the right name, you know, like, we're like, oh, these damn millennials. And it's like, well, some people, they might not even be a millennial. They might actually be part of the next generation. Yeah. It mm-hmm. says 1981. 1981 to what? Or just uh, whenever? Actually, yeah, let me just figure this out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Get- I would. I didn't even know I was considered a millennial. Yeah, you're one you of us. You fucking lazy piece of shit. I am Andrew. one of us. <laughs> you're entitled. You're oh lazy. my god, he's so entitled right now. Look at him. <laughs> so 19, 1981 to Tupac's death. Oh, ninety six. <laughs> Wait, so that means. Oh my gosh! He's so my... he died with the generation. 
So are you something else? No, I was trying to think of if my girl's a millennial or not. But mm. She is. She 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 hits the cusp. So after that is Gen Z. Yeah, I, according to this thing, it says I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the Silent Generation, twenty eight to forty five. So nineteen twenty eight to nineteen forty five. Baby Boomers. So like our parents, uh, nineteen forty six to nineteen sixty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Generation X. <laughs> uh, 1965 to 1980 and then millennials 81 to 96 post millennials is all it says 97 to present but i think you know with my you know uh people that are probably between i don't know uh, 35 and 45 or so probably the biggest complaint would probably be like video games you know video games really surged really hard during that time and obviously they're still around and more powerful than ever but um and uh there was a lot of just uh a lot of TV because, mm. you know, uh, when I was really young, I could remember like my uncle had HBO, you know, like, but that was it. And I remember like, you know, we would cruise down to my uncle's house and we'd watch like pay-per-view stuff. Cause like we didn't, we didn't have, we didn't have cable like where I lived. It just didn't, it, it didn't go to where we, where we lived. Yeah. I lived kind of in a very like, like rural area, like it out outside of like city area. My, uh, the rest of my family lived closer to New York City, so they'd get everything a lot uh, faster than we would. And I watched like Mike Tyson fight Buster Douglas, and I, I mm-hmm. you know, remember that like it was yesterday, almost watching mm-hmm. that fight. But um, yeah, we didn't have like HBO and those different things, and TV really exploded with a lot of cable, all the different networks, um, ESPN and CNN, and just all these different things. And then there's now there's different. Uh, channels of hbo and of showtime and it just goes on and on there's like a million you got a million yeah. channels now and then those channels aren't even enough anymore you have these uh like internet things you got like netflix and my son asked me the other day he's like what's hbo stand for i said well it's home box office because like you used to go to the box office to get your ticket to the movie uh-huh. and, and now you had like a home box office i said so it was a big deal when you he goes, HBO has been around for that long. I said, yeah, I said, I think it's, you know, I think it's one of the originals, maybe Cinemax around the same time yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, that's what we were, we were accused of like watching too much TV because there was all the, um, not only, not only TV, but there was video games that you mm-hmm. obviously play on the TV. And then in addition to that, there's all the uh, VHS tapes and DVDs and mm-hmm. we went through you know, all that whole period of, of all the, and that's crazy to think like all that came and all that went, went, just went wham. Like it it came in and it came out and it was there for a period, but we went from like, uh, there was, there was a thing between VHS and another thing called Betamax and Mm -hmm. they would go back and forth, back and forth. People bought these, I know people bought these two different units to be able to play their, videos and when you'd go to a place that was like blockbuster before blockbuster was invented um you could pick either one depending on what machine you had at home to play it on wow and there was a debate on like which one was going to survive i guess the betamax had higher quality so the tech people were kind of like we do today with the phones right Mm -hmm. some people are you know into the different phones for different reasons and then uh and then it changed over to from a vhs tape to like a laser disc and there was this laser disc thing that would that worked really well and played in higher resolution. You can watch TVs or you can watch uh, movies at home that looked a little bit like you would watch in a the movie theater. Okay. 
Then it went from that, and then it went straight into like DVDs, which DVDs, in my opinion, are like are like the worst. They're like kind of the kiss of death in some way because they they could wear out and then get all screwed up. Whereas like yeah. your VHS tape and some of the other stuff that was before it was a little bit more like concrete. It wouldn't get like all scratched up You're from right. my damn son who <laughs> broke all my video games. I remember having to blow on DVDs just to try and whew, yeah to work, man. Yeah, you had to really work for it. You just told us the whole history of the world, Mark. I know, I know. Well, with my <laughs> Nintendo, you know, Nintendo, trying to get your Nintendo, trying to get your Nintendo to play was like impossible. Like, you remember that shit, Andrew? Yeah, every single Blowing one. on the cartridge <laughs> and like trying to like warm it up and you had this special thing and you try to like just barely put it in all the way and then like put yep. the thing down and yep. you're like, you're like, like, oh, it should play. And it like flickers and you're like, it might work. <laughs> I could get. But it didn't load. You didn't have to wait for loading. No, though. yeah, exactly. instant. Like I, I would be able to get like my game on my Nintendo to work, but like I wouldn't be able, I don't know the tricks to get marks to work, right? Like I didn't, I'd have to watch him do it a couple of times before. I, oh, yours, you got to push it to the left. It's like you got to sit on it for four minutes and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But man, those are, yeah, exactly. Like instant, like no loading times whatsoever. Yeah. All good stuff. In, uh, to worry about loading times. in my family, we have these like we, we call it uh, Jake facts, Jake news, because Jake is like he'll just whips out these random facts all the time. <laughs> and uh, we I was we were eating dinner the other day and Quinn like sometimes these are questions that you can't answer. So it's kind of funny because uh, it's just really fun uh, to, to play with these kind of things with my kids. But we're sitting at a restaurant and Quinn's like. She's like, Dad, she's like, does a straw have one hole or two? And I was like, I'm not sure. I was like, I think it has two. And Jake's like, no, it's one. He it's, goes, yeah. so he goes, it's one hole. And he said it so definitively. And I said, okay, well, what if I just block up the other side? I was like, there's still a hole. And he's like, no. He's like, that's, um, that's just an opening. He's like, it's no longer a hole. That's just an opening. Yo, Jake is quick with this. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, Jake is like, he's insanely smart. And so we go back and forth and I posted it on my Instagram <laughs> and it just caused this like an explosion. All these mathematic people were getting on there and just one guy's like, okay, shape wise, <laughs> he's like, it's the same as a donut. He's like, and we would all agree a donut has one hole. He's like, so this has one hole. He's like, but the question is, if the hole continues on for how long does it become, you know, two, two holes? He's like, that's the kind of the case with the straw. He's like, when does it, you know, cause if you, if it was like, X miles long of like a pipe in the ground, you'd see one hole on one side mm-hmm. and one hole on the other, right? Which would make you think it'd have two holes, right? It's, it's a cylinder then, right? Yeah. Like a tube. <laughs> yeah. It well, was... That's the shape. Well, I mean, that's the shape of the, the thing, but the holes yeah. Yeah. or hole is still on. Yeah, because right. you can say it's like a circle, right? Like, because if wow. you're looking at it straight well, somebody, on, it's a circle. Somebody wrote on my Instagram, the guy's like, dude, I just came home from work trying to relax. <laughs> I sat down and I I'm, I have some food in front of me. I just checked Instagram and he goes, now you did this to me. And then he wrote in all caps, you did this to me. <laughs> Quinn did this to yeah. us. <laughs> this is all Quinn's fault. That question, oh my God. Seema's going to rethink his whole life. So I've never good. thought of that. How did she even come up with that? Does a straw have one so or then, two holes? So then another thing that she... Uh, popped on me too because now she's in on it she goes did you know that george washington he didn't even know about dinosaurs and i was like i said what i said what do you mean he didn't know about dinosaurs she's like they weren't discovered till after he was dead and i was like that's a i mean what a like crazy message though that we just don't know like we don't know we don't know anything right 
Yeah. What if someone's like, well, Mark Bell and those guys over at Super Training, they never knew anything about dinosaurs or they never knew anything about aliens because aliens are found after we die, you know, 100 years from now or something. Yeah. That's definitely going to happen. Yeah. They're there. They're out there. Yeah. Anyway, we got to close this thing up because we got another podcast to go to. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Make sure you're sharing it with people. We really appreciate all the support. Go on iTunes. Give us a rating. Mm. Stop being so lazy. Give us some feedback. Let us know what's going on. Let us know what else you want to hear. Preach. Yeah. Yeah. Preach. Let us know what's up. Strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never a strength. Catch you guys later.